I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. What's happening? Happy Monday. Out of it. Good afternoon. Welcome. <laughs> to the bottom line. Uh, Unless you live in Green Bay. 100.7. 107.4.com. The 100.7. The score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Yours on television. Fox 34 News Now. Where you can take a look at us. Us being myself, Choice Woodman. Christopher Sneed to my right. You can't look at Clint. Not yet, at least. A little bit later in the afternoon. He is across the way taking care of us. You can uh, hit us up with thoughts, comments, questions, reaction to the good, the bad, and the ugly from the weekend. All of that welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We're with you for the next two hours. Only two today as we'll give way to some uh, MLK Day hoopage. Mm. Uh, Spurs playing against the Hawks. We'll have that coming up at 2 o'clock here on... 100.7 100.7 the score. Happy MLK Day. What's up? I was towards you. What's up? Ayo, Sneeder! What's up? <laughs> I almost forgot. Oh, buddy. I got there. You think you're a month into this, you think you was... <laughs> a month? This is the third week we've been together. Uh, we've done two full it weeks. Feels like four. <laughs> Brethren? You're my, my brethren. Okay. I love you, man. Okay. Well, I love you. You're my brother from someone else. Someone else. Brother from someone else. Yeah. That's about right. You can... Uh... We are the one, we're like, you know, we're like the ones that get like dumped on around here. We're like uh, the butts of all the jokes. Yeah. That's all right. It's you and Some me. sort of picture on the chat line. That's... Yeah. I'm just glad I didn't get put in that. Like, you didn't make your way into this one. Like the Rottweiler dog at the bottom of the picture somewhere with my face on it. I guarantee you that Bullfire can put you in. Oh, I'm sure picture. he would. I, I don't want him picture. to. I don't want him to. They said I got the brunt end of it as the woman. I don't know. Collier is the little kid. Is, the Collier, I mean, they're all, they're all spot <laughs> Hacks, on. Hax looks natural. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> that Hax like has Hacks. a picture of someone that actually looks like that. Yeah, I know. Hax actually looks like that. And There's... Collier probably has a picture that kind of looks like that. Both of them from Oklahoma. Well, actually, I mean, I can... Collier's from Tennessee originally. Well, that's right. He's got both. So well, yeah, but I he mean, never stood a Collier chance. and I, I never really realized how much that Collier and I were alike. We are kind of both military brats. Yeah. Been oh, yeah. Y'all he, a lot of he, spent, uh, he spent time overseas. I spent time overseas. Japan. Uh, I was in Germany. He was Japan, right? So he was he, he was, was cruising the beaches, and I was doing the Volks marches, mm. looking at castles. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you're like Sneed and I, and Dallas Cowboys fans, you're probably a little, a little upset. I, you know what? I, like, I, I've when it was fourteen, nothing. I turned the game off because I knew I, I knew how it was going to end. Did you? Yeah. you no, know they were going to give up forty-eight I, points because I didn't even expect that when it was. Nothing. When when it was seven nothing, when they drove down the field, when they said that you know that they are they had made the plan, they were going to take the ball or they're going to get the ball from the deferral, and they were going to their plan was to have that extra uh, possession in the first half. 
I thought, this is not going to be good for the Cowboys. If they don't stop them on this drive, they have, they have given energy to a team that feels like they can win here. Yeah. I mean, we just we were just handed the, the stat of the year. Stat of the, the stat year. Of the year. Stat of the year. Well, we walked in. Uh, Brad walks in and says to us, did you know the Green Bay Packers have more wins at Jerry World than the Cowboys do? Playoff wins. Playoff wins. But, yes, pretty sad. That is – I mean, it is. It's not hurtful. It's hurtful. It's true. It's true. It doesn't mean truth can hurt. I'm pretty sure they've written songs mean, about that. I mean, that. that's if you're a Dallas Cowboy. I mean, if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan supporter. I mean, geez, it already bugs me when I when there's more fans there from the other teams than. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> If you're looking for, you know, happiness on this Monday, Texas Tech's in the top 25. Are they at 25 this week? Right at 25. Yeah. Made it in. Yeah. Made their way in, which is good. That's not surprising. No. No, not not surprising. Um, is Texas still ranked? They are not. They, they finally did drop out with uh, a loss on Saturday to the worst team in the Big 12. They lose to UCF? They lost West Virginia. West Virginia? They lost at West Virginia over the weekend. Oh, man. They're the worst team in the league right now. Uh, so. See, that scares me because I'm starting, you know, we we put a lot into that victory in Austin. And and I'm almost to the point where I wanted to, I wanted Texas to just go on and win every other game until they came to love it. No, we don't want you that. You really do because – no, because now the, they're the kind of jacking of with our net now. No, the rest of the league's going to take care of you on that. Oh. It's not like they were the good team in the league. The rest of you know what you you get if you play games this week, a big bump in the net. If you play games, well, you I go hope into, I hope so. You it, know why? Because Houston, oh, that you're playing on the road, they are number one in the net after losing two times last week. Wow. You know who else? BYU, who's coming to Lubbock on Saturday, they are number four in the net. So you are going to get a major boost in the net. Where's our? This where are we in the net? Uh, like thirties. Okay. Somewhere in the thirties. Well, that's good. You're going to get big boost anyway. I hope we get a big boost. So I'm not worried. I mean, I, I'm, Longhorns could lose every game from here on, and I will be just okay. All right, you made me feel better about okay. that. Although Houston, I mean, hey, welcome to the Big Twelve, my friend. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, hey, yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. You don't get to play North Texas next week. Yeah. I mean, your next game is not going to get against Florida Atlantic. I'm a little nervous <laughs> that you're going to get a very angry version of Houston on home floor this week. Yeah, so. I think you're going to get you're going to get the full Monty there. Well, you know what's crazy with the Houston losses? The reason that they've fallen is because L.J. Cryer yeah, can't hit a shot the terrible. past two games, and that's the dude who's played in the league before. Mm-hmm. That is wild to the me. Baylor guy. Yeah, I think. Uh, you know, the cynic tech fan in me is like, oh, he's going to go off on, on Wednesday night. LJ Cryer is going to find his shot again. But, yeah, I mean, it, this league is stout. Texas Tech's in the top 25. So, good. It's nice. Nice. After a, nice. what a weird freaking game on yeah. Saturday. Saturday, um, you got you get off to a great start. Yeah. And then uh, about just about eight minutes to go in the first half, all of a sudden – you could not take the lid off the bucket. And things that were going in for you all of a sudden are, 
I mean, you can't. You went from you went from what was it eight minute mark in the second half on the first half mm-hmm. to like somewhere in the second half before you got your second. You want they they're on a twenty zero run. Yep. I don't that, think I've ever seen a team win a game where they've given up a twenty zero run. Yeah, I mean that's pretty like the just the weirdness of it because you outplayed them for the majority of the game. Most of the uh, game, I don't know if you outplayed outside them. of a outside of a, a seven or eight minute stretch where they couldn't miss a shot. Yeah, and then you traded buckets with them for a while. Yeah. And then you started to chip away. And they went cold. And they started to do some they dumb did. things. They did. And I, just a freaking I think weird they game. just tried to get fancy. So what? one of the craziest stats, there's another stat for you, that I saw was Kansas State turned the ball over on 41% of their first half possessions. Wow. And they led by 11 and a half. Mm-hmm. REM. I, you know what? I don't need this. I, I mean, the reason I don't need this is because I knew they were going to lose. I need it. I mean, let me let hey, me be me. I mean, how many other teams in the NFL I bought in have more have more playoff wins in in Jerry World than the Cowboys do right now? Okay, someone, you know, if I've missed any news, why is Mike McCarthy still the coach at noon on Monday? Why does that happen? Come help me out there. We'll get to that headlines. Lots of stuff to get into. You got the bottom line on 100.7 The Score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Monday Happy MLK Day. It is the bottom line on 100.7 score and 107score.com. Joyce Woodman, Chris Need, Clint Scott with you today. Celebrating it all? Hmm? MLK Day? I always celebrate the king. I mean, I don't, like, you got to. I mean, you pay homage and you recognize the, the, the contributions and, and, and the sacrifices that, that uh, Dr. King made to advance all people. I mean that's absolutely cooking out or anything. No, there's not. I mean this is a, it's actually recognizes a day of service and um mm-hmm. there's a uh, I mean I've done some things in the past I mean with radio here in the middle of the day and I've got a I'm I'm actually I guess I'm going to do my service here right after I do this uh one of our listeners uh Dow Stevens his uh, daughter Ella is going to come over and interview me about Jackie Robinson. Cool. And uh so okay. I'm going to probably be doing my service that way. There you go. Um, and, uh, I know there's some people working over at Habitat for Humanity and there's some, uh, mm-hmm. different, um, MLK celebrations happening last night and tonight. And, uh, tomorrow a, uh, a wreath will be laid. Um, um, they're going to do that over at the student union building. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a lot of different celebrations. For sure. Participating in a lot of those things. For sure. Um, all right. Now I'm going to gripe. Oh boy. Just a little bit. And it's more... Feel free to gripe. I mean, is, it, is this a cleansing for you more? Yeah, that's really all it is. It's yeah. just like... Feel free. I'll, it's I'll, just uh, a little soliloquy, that's all. Like if Get my, after it, man. My, I have trust issues, major trust issues. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of any relationships. It's not because of anything I've been through in life, except for the Dallas Cowboys. I can't trust them. can't trust them at all because of 
every single year. They do give you some hope. As you heard, Jeff probably in the Sports Center, first Cowboys team to ever, or first team in NFL history to win 12 games in a row, three years in a row, and and not get to uh, the Super to, Bowl. To the Super Bowl. Not to get to the Super Bowl. Much less Just the think NFC. Think about that. That's not even the 36 games over the last three years, yeah. and you have no postseason success to, to show for so, it. So I've got major trust issues there because they show to be a good team, mm-hmm. show to be a good team in the regular season and can't do anything in the playoffs. But the, it was an e- even bigger level this year to me as a Cowboys fan. This one, I bought in even more because finally you've got that two seed. Like Everything's gone their way up to this point. The Cowboys' whole team is pretty well healthy minus your season-ending injuries. Like They got healthy. The, the Stars have been playing really well up to this point. Dak Prescott's looked good this year. Michael Parson has been good. Parsons has been good. It, your pass rush was good going into last night. C.D. Lamb was one of the best three receivers in football this year. Your Stars were good this year. They were at home. You couldn't have asked for a better situation where the Cowboys hadn't lost in all season long. They were at home. They've avoided they avoided San Francisco until it, at earliest the, the NFC title game. Mm-hmm. You you avoided the team everybody wanted to avoid. If you have all those things going your way, and you still look like you did on Sunday, is this ever going to happen? If you can't win under these circumstances, is it ever going to happen again for the Cowboys? Like seriously, I have not seen a Cowboys team. Uh, the last good memory for the Cowboys I have was a, a six-year-old in the basement at the First Baptist Church in Dumas, Texas, where we were all watching the Super Bowl. And so Emmett Smith hoist the trophy, and those are very fuzzy memories because I was six years old the last time they did anything relevant <laughs> in postseason football. It's unreal, yeah. and there is only one common denominator over all that time and it's Jerry freaking Jones. Yeah. Who has driven this franchise into a ton of money but very little actual success. If and, his uh, yeah. success is measured by bottom line then he has yeah. succeeded better yeah. than anyone. He's his his And it probably is. Yeah, his bottom line is is all as long as he's still making money, as long as they're the most profitable franchise in the NFL, as as long as they're one of the biggest brands in the world, Jerry doesn't feel like he has to win because we keep coming back every year. We do. We keep buying into the hype. We keep buying the T-shirts. We keep we keep buying uh, tickets to the games. We keep signing up to go and, and, and do all kinds of stuff with the Cowboys. You know, it's not just the Cowboys fans that are suckling at the teat of the Dallas Cowboys. It's also the other teat that's got all the Cowboys haters that makes the Cowboys yeah. so fantastically you, you know what? rich. Everyone loves to get, they get a Dallas Cowboys home game on their schedule. Because they know, oh my gosh, the Cowboys are coming to town. It's going to be a circus. It's going to be a show. Yeah. And and if you're one of the franchises, I mean like the San Francisco 49ers yeah. or the Green Bay Packers or uh, one of the New England Patriots, when they, the Cowboys are coming to town, oh my Lord, 
Now we get a chance to have that whole thing come to town. Miami. All these teams, they love it when their teams come to town. Why? Because they know they're going to have a sellout because every Cowboys fan within 100 miles of that of their stadium is going to show up. Yeah. So, all that being said, I'm just sitting here just like I was last year and the year before and the year before. And there have been some bad regular seasons, too, to toss in there. But the Cowboys are the first team in, in NFL history or have the long – here, I'll rephrase that. They have the longest streak in NFL history – without making a championship game, which is 12 straight playoff appearances without touching the championship game. 12 in a row uh, getting there. It's not like the Lions' level of bad or even the Browns' level of bad where they're not even getting to the playoffs. It's that they're giving you a little bit of a taste of where you could be. This uh, Ripping it away. This... Uh, did we expect this out of Mike McCarthy... Do you know this this three game stretch, the three year stretch of his four with the Cowboys? It's the best three year stretch in, in his entire career. I don't know that we expect to be this good. He only he, had he did very similar things in Green Bay. He had one three year stretch where he won thirty six games. Okay, two thousand nine to two thousand eleven, and you can if you want to go, you can also say two thousand ten to, to twenty twelve. Yeah, there there's a stretch from two thousand nine where he won 11, 10, 15, 11. Games. So there's a four-year stretch where he had a, a nice four-year stretch. But he's he won 36 games in three years. And, gosh, I'm on. the ironic part about this, the year he had 10 wins, that's the year he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. The year he, mm. didn't, he didn't win the Super Bowl when he had the best team. When he went 15-1 and one in, in 2011, he lost in the, in the NFC Division round. Did you know Billy Joel saying about the Cowboys after yesterday? bringing you the truth or something like the truth this is the bottom line podcast from 100.7 the score thanks for making us part of your monday it's not going to be all said we're talking tech hoops as well but lots of your thoughts rolling in on the ace point center chat line we'll get to some of that, you're listening to the bottom line on 100.7, the score choice and Sneed here in the First United Bank studio. I thought Chuck had a astute point uh-huh. on the morning drive, as he always does uh, earlier today. He said, you know, if the First United Bank, if First United Bank is closed today, shouldn't the First United Bank studio be closed up? Hmm. I mean, pretty good point by Chuck. So should we just walk out now? No, we got to get a Kaylee's Daily first. Yeah, you Ha-ha! Ha! He's getting it. He's starting to figure it out. <laughs> One of these days. Choice. What's up, Sneeder? Paint. Yes, sir. Have you ever looked at your cat or dog and wondered, what the heck is their whiskers used for? Uh, yes and no. I okay. kind of knew. I've known they're important, so yes. don't cut them off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whiskers are actually modified hairs present on all mammal species except monotremes. Um, Just you and me. Yeah. The family that the platypus resides in, not you and me. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Uh, the proper term for whiskers is ac- actually vibrissae. Uh, vibrissae. 
Okay. Since their main purpose is to sense vibrations around the environment and relay that information back to the animal. Okay. Vibrissi have known to relay vibrational information such as air velocity, animal movement, and water currents. Vibrissi. If I ask my cat, it could tell me like how fast the wind is blowing. It probably could. Blowing pretty hard out there, man. Vibrissi have been also known to contribute to balance and coordination skills. And she puts in parentheses, one of the many reasons why cats can scale almost any piece of furniture, no matter how tall or narrow. Close parentheses. Okay. Uh, humans even have remaining vibrissi, hairs present. Although they are not used for survival advantages, our vibrissi can be used in remnants around your... Eyes. Upper lip. Nailed it. Often seen as mustache hair. Those are your vibrissi. Andy Reid's... I'm not sure what you were pointing to, Clint. Just you the know, board anatomy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Andy Reid's uh, vibrissi were very frozen, and yeah, that that was not cool because I had at the moment you start going, "Hey, look, his mustache is frozen." That means some sort of liquid it's not. froze <laughs> to his it's mustache. Not yeah. What's the most likely form of liquid? Snot, snot. For so sure. he's got he's got snot rockets there flowing off of his mustache, and that was kind of gross to think of. It's like Dumb and Dumber. Mm. Just go, man. Just go. Hurry. That's Hands warm. are freezing. That's You've warm. Two pairs of gloves this whole time. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's the Rockies. <laughs> okay, Vabrissi. Is that a horse name? No, probably not. Too difficult for Clint to say over and over. Yeah, right. You could handle it. Uh, this from the chat line, Tech 25th, Texas 34th in the AP. Yeah, that's good. Um, choice, you no, not choice. Chris, you are spot on. I was going to give myself credit for you. Chris, you're spot on with Houston and losing it to losing to worse teams makes the Big 12 look a little overhyped. Mm-hmm. At, they're learning their way in. I'm not. I'm not worried about I'm, the Big 12. I'm, here's the the problem I have with this is is that. You know, Houston came into this deal. They're ranked number two. They get into, you know, they blow through non-conference. And they get into conference play. And they are they play a couple of tomato cans in the league and get beat. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up there. This this isn't like, this is the Big 12 now, guys. You're supposed to come in here and wreck shop here. That's the deal. There are no tomato cans in this league. Or, sorry. Well, there are tomato and, cans in teams, this league. Of teams that are tournament caliber, they're not. Those those were not to make. I don't. What we don't need to find out is that Houston is a is a team that was an AAC t- strong team. We need them to be a Big Twelve are. strong team. Why? What does that matter? If we're talking football, Snead, I hundred percent agree with you. No, no, no. You need a bigger boost in perception in football, basketball. Your league doesn't need it. Yeah, I, I agree with our basketball for whatever the, reason. Our basketball league doesn't need it. So uh, Houston, if they want to be the AAC strong team and be a middle of the pack Big Twelve team, good on you. Yeah, because you got Kansas. Because we've already got Kansas. We've got Baylor, who won a national championship a couple of years ago, and then you've got a rotation of teams that are extremely good between Iowa State and Texas Tech, and Texas is bouncing. Uh, But you've you've got a handful. Houston finding out. It's like wait a second. I don't Wait think that's second. who they are, though. I, mean, I think they're going to be usually, really good. Stuff. Usually around here, we get to play Navy and then North Texas, Tulsa, right. and then Florida Atlantic. What do you mean i got to play Iowa State, TCU, Kansas, and Texas Tech? What is this? Yeah. 
Oklahoma State? That's my off night? Yeah, I, I think the league will take care of itself. It's got I the number do. one RPI. You, I mean, Houston, again, is still the number one team in the net I as know. of right it's now. It's kind of scary. So, you, I mean, and, you and go do something I'm saying there all this knowing that, whoa, is that tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow night or uh, Wednesday? It's Wednesday. Wednesday, we go, we're going to go down there. And, I mean, you know the place I don't want to be right now? is going to the Fertitta Center on Wednesday. Because that team's going to come out. And if you get down, if you let them go on a 20-0 run, you ain't coming back. Look, I, that's, I, that's, a, that's a fact. Correct. You're correct. not coming back from that. Absolutely. Um, all that being said, I do think Houston is probably, I look ahead as of right now, as we sit here on January 15th. Don't say I, what I think you're about to say. No, I don't know that there's a tougher game on the schedule than Houston. Okay, good. As of right now. I thought, road, you're, I thought you were going to say. Because you get Kansas at home, but. So I'd say that's more advantageous. Um, road trip to Ames is gonna has got me nervous, but across the board, that's probably your toughest game. Now they Houston may here. turn. They Houston, don't come Houston does. Houston does. Okay, yeah. so you get them here. You get but them here. You know the great part about the K State win? You don't got to go back there. You don't got to go back there. You don't have to go to Lawrence. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's some certain advantages to the schedule that we haven't had in recent history. Um, this from the chat line. Hopefully, Tech can beat Houston and BYU from the Ghost of South West Conference. This, you know, what I would love. I mean, it would be great to win both of those. I want to go one and one this week. If you're one and one, I'll be very happy. I'll be one. Yeah. Were you all surprised that TCU only jumped to 22 after beating two top 10 teams? Look, it's voters care about how they voted last week. Yeah, and that's what it is. Since TCU wasn't getting any love prior to that, that's where they are. I, if, if, if you're asking me, well, you know, I'm, I'm polls should happen after there have been several weeks of games played. I actually don't think the first poll should come out until around February 1st for college basketball. I know that's nothing cool to talk about until then, but the same way I don't think that any polls should come out in, in football until yeah, about the middle of October. I don't disagree on that. Um, what do y'all think? This also goes to Southwest Conference. What do y'all think the Texans' chances to win versus the Ravens or Chiefs? Who would you rather face if you were the Texans? I'd rather face the Chiefs. Chiefs, um, of course. I think the Chiefs have a tougher home field advantage, but I think the Ravens are the better team. The Ravens so, are a way better so team. So I would still, yeah, rather face the Chiefs. Rather face the Chiefs. But that being said... It's Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. I'm saying that right now. Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs has lost very few games in his career. He has the most playoff wins out of anybody in the playoffs right now. It's not something you ask for. Neither and, is an easy situation. For and the by Texans. the way, somebody asked me to address this on the air. Why wasn't a, a timeout charged for that? There could have been a timeout charged for his helmet. Uh, is there normally for the They could equipment? be because it was a uh, – you could, but because the clock was stopped and they had another helmet available, okay, they they didn't. They just took an official's timeout, which is also a clock stoppage. But they didn't have to charge the them. Do you have any sort of judgment on that? Like, I think hey, there's a little bit of judgment on that. Hey, it's it's less than zero degrees right now, and a helmet just broke. There's a there's a the lot middle. of common sense in that stuff. I mean, that seems know? to yeah. Because we've had a we've had a uh, face shield crack in a game before. Yeah, and we just called an official's timeout and let yeah. them fix it. I mean, I think it's not stuff you know, that's out of the norm. I think you can yeah. yeah. You can do a judgment call, and I have zero problem with an official doing that. And I, I wouldn't throw a fit if it was, if I was on the other side There's of been the some Dolphins. Fits 
stupid. Somebody asked me to address it, so I thought I would. Okay. Although I just broke my... Didn't I just say I wouldn't explain stuff like that? Dang it. <laughs> there goes the New Year's resolution. Now you can... The can's open. You can do it all the time. Uh, Clay says, I'm very happy today. The misery of the Cowgirls fans is so enjoyable. Being a lifelong Packers fan, I can attest. He, mm. he is. I've had a huge I, I, smile on my face. I, you well, know, for you. why do people, you know, I, hey, that's fine. If if you get more enjoyment out of watching other pe- fans suffer, that's great. Yeah, I just say be happy for your team that won. Mm. Good now, for your team. Now I'll flip the script when it's me talking about Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. That's different. Steve, have a good day. I will. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Go back to doing nothing. <laughs> it's the bottom line on one hundred point seven score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Monday. You've got Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank, alongside Jamie Lent. I'm Choice Woodman. Clint Scott across the way. Only an hour left with you. So you got any thoughts or comments, you better get those in pretty quick. We will uh, bow out at 2 o'clock to give away for Spurs and uh, Trey Youngs today at uh, 2 on 100.7. The score for some MLK Day basketball. A lot of NBA hoopage going on right now. I think the Mavs play in 30 minutes. Rockets are already playing right now. Spurs um, at 2 for you. Um... We spent a lot of time uh, sulking in the first hour, so we're going to pick it up a little bit. Okay, that's good. We had two Cowboys fans in. But now the uh, the Bills fan is in here. We're going to have nothing but celebration after they win today. Bite your lip there, buddy Bob. They they got it in the bag, dude. You know. You're good. They've got the, I, the I, snow I, weather. Well, I mean, it's not like Pittsburgh's not used to snow. I just feel feel like the snow can be an equalizer, and um, if you're not able to throw and catch and run like normal, um, I think that's an advantage to the lesser team. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's quirky fumble or drop pass because of the weather or whatever. So I think Buffalo is a better football team than Pittsburgh, but I, I think the weather, you know, could help the Steelers and just that maybe Buffalo's not as you know, potentially explosive as they can they can be on offense. Um, you know, you can say the same thing about the Steelers' offense, but like I said, I feel like it just kind of levels the playing field a little bit. I think that's um, fair. You know, if um, if Buffalo were to lose today, I mean, I'm not going to blame it on the weather. I'm not trying to do that. Um, not going Millie Vanilli on us? I'm sure the folks in Buffalo would be just as uh, angry and disappointed as the as you and the folks in and Dallas are about the Cowboys. I still think the uh, Cowboys one's a bigger upset, but I would agree. Yeah, but, I would agree. Uh, I mean, the Cowboys had the what number three odds to make the Super Bowl. Yeah. So have pretty... we have we seen what the line has moved to in this game today with the snow and stuff? Because it was like nine and a half for the so Bills. So technically, that is not a bigger upset. Actually, you're right. Okay. Um. Um. Yeah, I have not seen it. I. I bet we can find that. In a wasn't gym. looking to get my. Uh, You're not gonna bet, bet my today? bet in or anything. Come on. So. I've given you my bookie's name several times, and you're still not mm-hmm. using him. Ten, ten Buffalo. 
Ten buffaloes. Sounds like a horse name. Uh, so we'll to uh, pick it up. We'll talk some hoops a little bit in this third hour, where the uh, Red Raiders won on Saturday in one of the weirder games that I can remember. A um, lot of strange, just strange elements to this game. A twenty to nothing run by the opposition that ends up losing the game. Felt like one team played a lot better for most of the game, which was Tech, but then that stretch was the great equalizer there. Um, and then, of course, a clock malfunction at the end of the game. I heard, I don't know how accurate it is, but I heard that the clock just wouldn't work. That yeah, was, that's what it looked like uh, appeared to me. Like that um, it wasn't like a Like the user. clock had gone down uh-huh. and hit zero at the last last time out yes. and so basically they reset it to whatever it was 6.7 whatever yeah and then um just couldn't get it to start again so that that it, it appeared to me that it wasn't that somebody fell asleep at the wheel if somebody falls asleep at the wheel they they started a second late or whatever they don't right. just wait seven seconds and sitting there and eating it my popcorn hey this is a really good game i just forgot to hit the button and it wasn't you know. cheating like uh, you know kelvin sampson and ou days where no, they I, stop it in the middle to let Hollis two or Price three go. Times. Yeah, two or yeah, three Hollis times. Hollis Price yeah. go all the way down the, yeah. the court. Yeah. But at the same time, if if that was in Manhattan and we and that happened to the Red Raiders, I'd be like, mm, that seemed a little fishy. That was crazy. You know, if it if yeah. it hadn't if they had made the shot and then there was anything there, then yes. But it was pretty clear that seven more yeah. more than yeah. seven it seconds was, ran off. I don't I don't I didn't see any. K-State fans complaining about it. I think they were more so complaining about the lack of a travel call on Joe Toussaint's last last bucket, which they might have had a gripe at, but there were a lot of missed calls in this game and, and a lot of inconsistency with how the game was called. The first half, it looked like you could tackle someone in the paint, and in the second half, they started calling it. It was just a weird game all the way through, but the the difference, Jamie, is that a couple of years ago, a few years ago, when you made some good runs, you had games like this, plenty of games like this, where you found a way to to scratch out wins when you didn't have your best stuff and when you shot poorly like, like you did Saturday. Last year, just think about the number of close games over and over that you lost like this. Yeah. So I, that's a good sign to me. I'm, I'm not going to you know, talk about the inconsistencies with the officials. I'll just talk about the inconsistency with the two offenses. Okay. Because for major stretches of that game, both offenses were pretty bad. That's fair. Pretty bad. Um, I felt like Texas Tech played offensively about three good minutes in the game, and it was the last three. Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, Defensively, I thought they were great. Okay. And that's what you talk about, right? A team that... Hey, can you on a on a bad day offensively? Can you find a way to win a game? Yeah, and you definitely did that. I I couldn't have been more impressed with the way they just hung around, um, and and just kept fighting, kept fighting, and there was no felt like a couple different times that K State was about to okay, this game's in the bag, and you just never let them get there. No, and so I, I thought that was really impressive. I, I came out of the game going, how did we win? I'm not really sure how we won. Um, did we win or did K State just lose? Well, I'm good question. But at the same time, I'm completely agreeing with with what you said. There's been plenty of times before that you lose that game because you just can't get your offense going. But 
Uh, I was I was thrilled that your defense played as well as they did, and your team just kept battling. Just keep just keep putting up a good fight. Just keep just keep yeah. moving forward. Keep moving forward. I mean, the mantra right and, now is toughest team wins. Right? Yeah, and, and Kansas felt like you were. Yeah, Kansas State never put you away. It felt mm-hmm. like they had so many opportunities. They never put you away. So kudos to the Red Raiders to just keep fighting. Um, but it's definitely one that Coach McCaslin will go, okay, we've got some work to do at the offensive end after that one. Yeah, I mean, this K-State team came in shooting 30.6% from three. Yikes. They came in shooting that. I don't know that I've ever seen a hotter stretch Yeah, no doubt. than, than Specifically that stretch with, that they had. Yeah, and Tyler Perry was I mean, the just, kind of the leader of that charge, and then he couldn't hit anything the rest of the game. They, they hit, I think, six threes and seven possessions in a stretch yeah. there. And it was just unbelievable. They couldn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tech I, goes on the 11-2 to run at the end of the game, and that's what wins it yeah. for you. I do definitely feel like you were the better basketball team. I just think that you have more talent than Kansas State. And overall, that's what really kind of has me excited, feeling like, hey, yeah, uh, you know, you're, you're a better – you're more talented than a lot of these teams in the – in the conference, maybe maybe not a lot, but more than we thought you were going to be. Yep, found a way. Yep, found a way, and uh, that that win can be huge for you down the stretch. These are so important in Big Twelve play. So you find a way to get the three and zero. Very tough week coming up this week with the number one and number four net teams in the country uh, on the schedule. We'll get to more of your thoughts on the Ace Flooring Center chat line. It's the bottom line on 100.7 score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thrilled to be part of your Monday. That's a good one. Got 30 minutes left with you today on 100.7 The Score. So you got any thoughts? Comments, questions, get those in fairly quickly on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Easiest route, you can always call us up if you're so bold. I want your voice to be heard. Visual Edge IT Hotline, 806-771-0973. You can tweet us at 107 on the uh, the Twitter machine. Go follow us if you haven't. Pretty good content there. Right now it's time for uh, Questions. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Just one question. Okay. With three answers. You get to change three things about the Dallas Cowboys this season, or this this offseason. What three things are you changing? And you just, I mean, wide variety. This is mm-hmm. wide open. This is pretty open. Yep. Not saying I would say this, but saying Jerry Jones' death would be probably too morbid, right? Yes. Okay. I'm, I wouldn't say that, but if someone else would get to say it, I was just checking for asking for a friend. Clint told me to ask that. He oh, that just me. got real. He texted me. Um, he did. No, uh, truthfully, uh, Jerry Jones in the old folks' home that would be number one. Okay. No, I know this isn't going to happen, so I'll scratch that one because I don't. I don't know what. What it's going to take. Jerry Jones is the common denominator. I said it earlier, but he is the one constant from my whole lifetime, basically, of why the Cowboys or the times the Cowboys haven't had success beyond regular season success. So, and he's had tons of monetary mm-hmm. success, just not on the field. 
So number one would be firing Mike McCarthy. I I just think he's a regular season guy. He's won one championship. He's had really one good playoff run in his career. Um, he's had a couple where he went further, but still, he has has largely not done well in the postseason, and he has uh, always struggled with clock management and some in-game stuff. I think with the current roster, you can find another guy that can manage this current roster better. There's okay. a few out there. So, number one, Mike McCarthy. See ya. Number two, you absolutely have to get a better running game. Um, so, get a number one back. Tony Tony Pollard, I like him, but he's a number two back. You got to go get a number one back. And most of the time, you can find those early in the draft. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a first-round guy. A second or third, you can find a pretty good running back as a number one in the draft. So I will take McCarthy out, running back to uh, number three for me is get some help at linebacker. I think this team, it was very showing last night that you were missing uh, some linebacker pieces. You, you've largely covered it up with some good offense this year. Um, but you lost three linebackers early on. Overshone, who was supposed to be good for you from Texas, um, got hurt in the preseason. The uh, Leighton Vander Esch got hurt early on. You need, and Vander Esch, I think, is probably not the answer for the future. Obviously, I don't even know if he's going to retire or not. But you need a good middle linebacker in there. So if that's free agency or what, uh, got to go replace that. Those are my three changes. McCarthy, new running back, new linebacker. I'm also adding running back help i don't have to do them in order of importance correct just three things correct okay yeah um just trying to find somebody and maybe even looking to see who i can pick up in free agency depending on who's out there um i don't necessarily think it needs to be through the draft but it can be um just at, at try to add somebody that you can lean on a little bit more even just uh you know go back and forth with pollard because um, i like him as a piece on the cowboys uh, I'm adding, I think, a some sort of run-stuffing help on the defensive line. I think I'm adding some sort of defensive tackle and trying to shore that up. Um, and then, can I say, uh, instead of adding, can I say don't do something? Don't jump into some sort of extension with Dak Prescott. Don't bend into some giant contract with him. Okay. I'm going to say don't do something. Okay. Uh, I'll start with the linebacker position, adding, uh, and I think it needs to be through free agency, a veteran linebacker who will not get hurt. That would be great. (laughs) Wonderful. That's what I think is uh, really pressing on the field. Uh, Off the field, I'm not firing McCarthy. Okay. uh, But I am giving him an offensive coordinator. Okay. Um, and just so McCarthy can worry about being a head coach and worry about clock management and all yeah. that and not worry about being the offensive coordinator. And then my third thing is uh, I want Jerry Jones to be not involved in any personnel decisions. I want that him to hire dream, a general the manager. pipe dream of pipe dreams yep. there because that's not going to happen literally till he dies or until he's in yep. in an asylum or an old mm-hmm. folks home. Like, 
It is because that would be absolutely number one on my list. If if we could promise Jerry doesn't make these decisions anymore, mm-hmm. he has been it. He's been it. I don't. <sighs> I mean, I'm frustrated over and over as a Cowboys fan. I and I let myself buy in more this year than I than I have. Oh, they were playing really well. Yeah, again, at home. When Vegas tells me they got the third best teams. odds, I my expectations. It wasn't like okay, we're gonna go. We didn't, boys. We're going to go win it all. This is our year. It wasn't, hey, we're going to go win a Super Bowl. It's just, hey, we should be playing in the NFC Championship yeah. game. Yeah, he had two home games. That was it for me this year. Yeah. But the, I'm so sad. Did it just sour. kind of feel like the Cowboys said, hey, we got two home games, and they kind of looked past this one? I think that's exactly what happened. They looked past, and it, it was atrocious. And that it falls completely on the head coach again. Yeah. To let your team look past anybody in the playoffs is horrific. If you the fan base does it, fine. That's okay, your fans. Mm-hmm. But you cannot let a team look past because that's exactly what it looks like. That being said, the Packers are one of the hottest teams coming in. And we know hot teams in playoffs. I mean that we know how all that works. Packers deserve some credit for sure, but the Cowboys deserve a ton of blame for what that looked like last night. There's zero excuse for 48 to 32. 48 points in the first place and I don't know. Just just souring for sure. And the game wasn't as close as that score. No, was. not even close. I mean, it was you know, they scored a couple late. How about Jordan Brooks to the Cowboys? Yes. I'll take that in a heartbeat. Except he's had some injury issues too. He's had some, but he still had a hundred something tackles the last two seasons. I know he's been great. So I mean, if you give me a hundred tackles in two each of the next two years out of Jordan Brooks, yeah, I would, I'd sign up for that. Okay, we need him to be healthy in the playoffs, though. That would be good. That would... He, he wouldn't have been in the playoffs yeah. this year, right? Is that right? Yeah. Um, I just have a hard time believing the boys need help on the field. These guys are pro athletes, man. Problem starts with the top. Well, they need some help. I mean, Mm-hmm. Injury wise, yeah, you need to you need to get some help there. Never, Cowboys never ran the football well collectively this year. They need some help there. Uh, you could argue Jerry Jones is the only constant and key figure remaining from the three Super Bowl wins. That's from uh, goes to the Southwest Conference. You could argue that, sure, but uh, there were a lot more contributing factors that got canned from those times. Are we, you also arguing that... So can we get Jimmy Johnson back? You want to hire him Yeah. after um, we fire Mike McCarthy? So is the argument that, well, Jerry did it before, he can do it again? Because that seems like you're going to have a hard time arguing that. Yeah, I'm not. When really wasn't a team that Jerry necessarily, necessarily put together. And Jamie, I've told myself so many times not to buy in until Jerry's gone. I've told myself that. So many times, but I, I did this year more than I have. I did mm-hmm. just because it looked like, hey, yep. this is your chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going to get it done this year, when are you going to get it done? You had the path set out in front of you. Mm-hmm. So, stupid me, shame on me for, you know, biting the bait, the fifteenth time. All right, y'all can. Uh, this is, see, this is the difference between a Cowboys fan and a Bills fan. You don't ever let yourself. We buy don't in. ever let ourselves <laughs> buy in. 
Set the bar. We low. just enjoy we enjoy the ride, what? What and we know at a certain point this is all this is all gonna go bad. Okay, we'll jump through a table You're every right. once in a while, but we know it's gonna go bad. <laughs> Please no be confidence. the we that jumps through the table yeah. once for us. We gotta yeah. see this. Clint just said he'll provide the table. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.